you know, it's not Karachi, it is not East Pakistan, this is not India, this is not Ireland, this is never records, this is never records, this is never records. And certainly me. In the crash. In the booth with never records. Nice. With 13 minutes. Across the ocean, from New York to Liverpool to Derry, we are the ones who believe that through joy we can forever live. Thank you, Never Records. I'm sorry I touched your microphone. Met my lover in Never Records. Licking through the Looking for some final echoes from the back of my life. You are not listening to Never Records on Converge Radio. 99.9 FM. Welcome to episode 83 of Never Records Radio. My name is Ted Riederer, and I'm an artist and musician who lives and works in New York City. From the Mississippi to the River Jordan and back to the Missouri, I've recorded musicians, poets, historians, record store clerks, anyone who wants to cut a vinyl record for free in my conceptual art project, Never Records. The Never Records archive continues to grow. To this date, there are over 500 recordings from more than nine cities around the world. This past fall, I was invited to bring Never Records to Kansas City as part of the inaugural year of Open Spaces, a Midwestern biennial curated by Dan Cameron. Over the course of two months, I made over a hundred recordings capturing the incredibly diverse Kansas City soundscape. Let me describe this next recording to you. Skip Groff died last week. It's a name that will be unfamiliar to most people outside of the Washington, D.C. area. But without Skip's influence upon me, I wouldn't be the artist or musician or man that I am today. Without Skip, there wouldn't be a Never Records. In 1977, Skip Groff opened the record store yesterday and today. It was located in a nondescript strip mall in the town where I grew up, Rockville, Maryland. Rockville, a suburb of Washington, D.C., was immortalized in the R.E.M. song, Don't Go Back to Rockville. Yesterday and today was my church, and I attended it with the regularity of a parishioner to Mass. As the outpouring of memorials demonstrates, I was not the only one to feel that way. A statement on the Discord Records website reads, To say that Discord Records wouldn't exist had it not been for Skip Groff isn't really a stretch. It was Skip that took the Teen Idols to Inner Ear Studio back in 1980 to record what would become Discord number one. And it was Skip, having gone through the process with his own Limp Records label, that walked us through the steps of getting a record pressed. The very fact that he had his own label was a huge inspiration to a bunch of DC kids who had no idea how the music industry worked or that the ability to create records would be within our reach. And it was Skip's record shop 
yesterday and today that first sold our records and it was Skip's trust in us and belief in the label that made him lend money to us to press records when we were completely broke. Making the trip to his shop became an instant ritual for young punk rockers like those of us who were discovering a new universe of music and culture in the late 70s and early 80s. Y&T blew our minds. The breadth of Skit's knowledge about music, especially music from the 60s, was staggering. And to this day, I've never met any other person who, given a song title, was more able to name the artist, composer, producer, label, and year of release. He used to say that, while impressive, this talent didn't really have much of a practical application outside the record shop. For instance, try putting a fire out with that sort of information. But I don't think it was merely a party trick. In my mind, it was something akin to proof of a higher power. Skip clearly thought and found joy in music, and it was through the vernacular of music that he empowered so many to experience the same. This musical mentorship that was a gift to Discord was passed down from Skip through musicians Ian Mackay and Guy Picciotto to me. My band The Reply used to record at Chris Biondo's Black Pond Studios right around the corner from yesterday and today. Bandmates Gary, John, Mark, and I would bring our rough mixes to the record store, and Ian, Guy, and Skip would humor us by playing the cassettes on the store's hi-fi. They'd always lend encouraging words of support and advice, and we'd leave the shop feeling like we were a part of something so much bigger than ourselves. Ian once paid me the ultimate compliment at the shop after Fugazi went on a national tour. I'm so sick of your record, he said. Guy played it on the Vance tape player over and over again. Skip, who was a big Beatles fan, named Yesterday and Today after their 1966 release on Capitol Records. I named Never Records after Skip Groff's Yesterday and Today. Yesterday, Today, and Never. An existential call to arms. This art, this music, will never be made unless you dare make it. I've been doing this way too long to quit Most of my friends have already up and split I'm a simple man, I like the feel of guitar strings Without music, I wouldn't have anything Without music, I wouldn't have anything When I was a kid, I took piano from Miss Vertigear Taught me St. Louis blues and taught me to trust my ears Her house was falling down but she made that spinning sing Without music she didn't have anything Without music she didn't have anything Without music Without music It'd be a sad old world Without music Without music Without music 
back in high school We turned it up to ten And the girls thought we were sort of cool When graduation came I followed a distant dream Without music I wouldn't have anything Without music wouldn't have anything without music without music it'd be a sad old world without music I met her after singing late one night She gave me her number Said I hope you call I said I just might We fell in time And I gave her a wedding ring Without music I wouldn't have anything Without music Without music, without music, it'd be sad. Without music, without music, it'd be sad. You are not listening to Never Records. Skip Groff presided over more than a record store. It was the library where I learned about the Sandinistas, George Jackson's Saladad brother, Britain's National Front. When the special AKA released Free Nelson Mandela in 1984, it was my first education about the horrors of apartheid in South Africa. Steel Pulse's 1979 record, Tribute to the Martyrs, taught me about Stephen Biko's murder, his black consciousness movement. And bands like the Angelic Upstarts taught me about the Solidarity Movement in Poland and the Redskins taught me about the working conditions and struggles of miners in the UK. Above school. Above the suburban Roman Catholic church I was dragged to as a child. The music I discovered in Yesterday and Today awakened in me a social consciousness. My bandmate John had an FSLN banner in his bedroom. The Clash had introduced us to the Sandinistas National Liberation Front and awakened in John an almost insatiable curiosity about Central and South America that led him to be a journalist in Mexico, Argentina, and later Brazil. In 1999, John, Tobin, and I traveled to Chiapas to find the Zapatistas. But that's a story for another time.
We take the records home and study every inch from the liner notes to the numbers and words inscribed on the last ring of the record. We'd use these covers as clothing catalogs and take the bus to New York to hunt some esoteric pair of shoes and trash in vaudeville or 99X. These records were just as much maps and guides as they were music. It's not surprising that our songs emulated the bands we admire. The reply song, All Good Things, is probably one of the only songs ever written about the assassination of Olaf Palma, the social democratic prime minister of Sweden, who was killed in 1986. Through it all, there was Skip Groff, who had an encyclopedic memory of his patron's interests. He knew that I collected all things two-tone, and when I would come to the shop, he'd drag out a box of seven-inch records full of two-tone's precursor, race records, and I'd buy as many as I could afford, all of which I still treasure today, 30 years later. It's hard to describe how special it was for a teenager to have a space like yesterday and today to visit. Not only did the guys from the bands I respected work there, bands like Fugazi, Beefeater and Strange Boutique, but it was a welcoming alternative space, free from the banalities of school and suburban life. It was a place where I could dream about escaping the suburbs and seeing and hearing the world. It was the space in which Never Records was born.
You are not listening to Never Records Radio. When I mounted the very first Never Records in 2010, in an abandoned Tower Records in New York City, I knew I had to make a pilgrimage to see Skip. I think I wanted his blessings, or that I needed a little piece of the spirit of yesterday and today as reliquary in my shrine to the record store, Never Records. I met Skip in Rockville, at a storage space not too far from the original location of yesterday and today. Even though the physical store closed in 2002, Skip kept yesterday and today going as a mail order website, which you can still visit at yesterdayandtoday.com. I'm not sure what he thought about my request to meet him, but he was very gracious about it. After lifting up the garage door to his storage unit, Skip rifled through some boxes and gave me a stack of ephemera to hang in my installation. This ephemera included some Limp Record swag, a Bad Brains poster, and some Slicky Boys and Black Market Baby record inserts. These were all items that you could find on the walls of yesterday and today, and I was so happy to add them to my installation. Even if no one noticed them, I knew they were there. And it gave me the confidence to turn an abandoned space into a massive record store in a period of five short weeks. Out of all my exhibitions around the world, installations in the UK, Ireland, Lisbon, Dhaka, San Francisco, and Jordan, I am perhaps most proud that Skip chose to hang a poster that I silkscreened on permanent display on the walls of yesterday and today. If you look hard enough, you can find it in some of the old pictures of the store online. As a young artist and musician, it was the highest honor. It gave me the encouragement to pursue the life I have proudly led. Thank you for everything, Skip. Sun is rising over the mountain All is calm and bright Sun is rising over the mountain Come to shed its light there's a coming, there's a going in this bit sweet life. And there is comfort in knowing all shall be made right. And a time when the laughter of children rang like a bell through the home. 
Now here I'm sitting, watching sunrise, me and these four walls. There's a coming, there's a going in this bit of sweet life. Comfort in knowing all shall be made right. I have a brother, he's crossing over to the other side. And won't you meet him? When you see him coming, lead him into the light. And there's a coming, there's a going in this bit of sweet life. And there is comfort in. You are not listening to Never Records. Thank you for listening to this tribute to Skip Groff, the owner of Yesterday and Today Records, who passed away last week. We heard the following recordings in order of appearance. Sky Smead's song Without Music. Ex Acrobat's post-rock track Melodoce. An original acapella song by Kelly Hunt called Over the Mountain. All of these songs were recorded at Never Records Kansas City this past fall. A heartfelt thanks and a big hug to all the musicians and artists that make Never Records possible. For more information, pictures, and video from today's session, please visit neverrecords.net. This show would not be heard if it weren't for Scott Morfitt and Eli Klatt, Converge Radio, but Never Records on the airwaves with support from the UW Eau Claire Foundation. You are not listening to Never Records.